Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Skeptics and Seekers Sunday Sermon Shorts. God did a victory right in front of our very eyes. Plot to kill church members foiled. Okay, I'm not going to actually read any part of this story. I'm just going to summarize it for you. I'll include the uh, link in uh, in the show summary or notes right underneath the recording. If you were on the website, skepticsandseekers.squarespace.com, you can leave your feedback there. You can also write me at skepticsandseekers at gmail. Dot com. This is a perplexing story. I mean, the, the details are pretty simple, but when you see a headline like that, I mean, it's a quote, obviously, God did a victory right in front of our very eyes. You're expecting something big. You're expecting something like God regrew back someone's missing toes in front of a lot of witnesses, and they have pictures and videos. You're, you're expecting something like that. You're not really expecting what actually happened in this story. In fact, I read this article, and I came away thinking, wait a minute, what what was the miracle? Could you please go back and, and show me the part that was a miracle? So there was a crazy person with a gun. That's not news. <laughs> this is America. Every third person is a crazy person with a gun. All right, so there's this crazy person with a gun, and apparently he has it out for a particular church. And the upshot of the story is that he goes in with the attention, uh, intention of doing violence in the church, you know, the next great shooting. And uh, church security, this big church, mega megachurch, uh, catches him. And, um, yeah, I guess, he, yeah, he's arrested. That's the, that's the story. It gets less miraculous, though, as you read the details. So how could they identify this person? Well, this person has been scoping out the church and taking pictures, and he makes this Facebook post. I think it was Facebook, some, some social media post. It includes the pictures that he took of the church and uh, included a video of a burning Bible and text saying, the blood of the church members will be on your hands. <laughs> Something like that. He basically announces his intention to go and shoot up a bunch of people right there on social media. So, you know, it's not like this person hid his intentions and and the security guards at the church, probably armed, um, didn't know he was coming. And so someone alerted the police about this social media post. And the police goes to this person's house and he's already gone already off to the church. And so uh, my understanding, I, I tried to find this in several places so that some of the details are a little bit murky, but either the police contacted the church or they were on their way to the church to, you know, make sure that they knew. Of course, the church 
did know about it already, and they were uh, looking for this guy. And so the guy comes in the church, and of course the security guards are able to see everyone coming in and out. You know, they're doing security guard work, which is what they're supposed to do. And uh, they see this person coming in, and he's dressed in black with dark sunglasses, even though it's a rainy day. He's basically looking like a character out of The Matrix, which is a pretty common look for mass shooters. (laughs) So he announced his intention on Facebook. And then he walks in, making himself look as suspicious as possible. The security guards detain him. He is apparently carrying a gun. You know, they could could see that he's carrying a gun or or maybe see a suspicious bulge. Again, the details are a little bit light on that. But he's carrying a gun. He also has two knives. A gun, one gun, and two knives. The preacher who brings this up in the sermon that day talks about how God saved the lives of thousands of members of his congregation, which is spread across, I think it was three campuses, something like that. But let's, let's just, you know, look at that again. One guy one gun, two knives. There there were not thousands of people who could have died or been injured by this guy. A few, not a thousand, not even a hundred. It's, just, it's not possible. They wouldn't have even needed the armed security guards. This guy had carried out his entire mission. There's only so much damage he could have done. In fact, in the congregation, I think it was less than 2,000 members there. Thousands of lives were not in the offing. (laughs) And yet the preacher, you know, looking to really stretch the story for all it's worth, made it thousands of lives that God saved. And God saved them. You go back and you ask, how did God save them? All of the versions of this story I could find are careful to say, The preacher said that God did a miracle. God did a victory right in front of our eyes. (laughs) But no one could actually see where any miracle took place. It was a guy who had a plot to do some damage at a church. He publicized it. He walked in practically carrying a sign, carrying a gun. The security guards, the church has security guards, probably armed because that's the thing in this country. Uh, It's okay for churches to have their own uh, armed police forces, uh, which they apparently did. And uh, that's the story. And yet... This preacher, God did this great miracle, saving thousands of lives right in front of us. From the time this guy walked into the building to the time he preached his sermon, that's how much the story grew. From a very small story to a giant miracle that happened right in front of our eyes. And he used that story to, um, you know, create 
uh, I think this the story said 14 new names added into the book of life. This is how Christianity works here, folks. This preacher is so desperate to find a victory for God that he declares, this one is it. This one is it. Now, just imagine this huge church, this mega church complex. God is doing so little in the lives of the people there that he takes this story and opportunity and says, here it is, people. God did a victory right in front of our very eyes. There's not one place in the story where you can identify anything remotely supernatural. Heck, this story is barely interesting. And it becomes in the space of a few minutes, this preacher making shit up and talking about God's great work there. There it is. Now, if we can't believe this guy, and from the space of a few minutes, this story grows into this legend in this guy's mouth, in this church. What makes you think you can believe anything written in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, and the writings of Paul? What makes you think any of that is of an, a different character than the kind of myth-making we see right before our eyes and people doing their damnedest to give God a victory? Don't you think they were doing it back then, too? Of course they were. But of course, you already know that. And of course, until next time, I'm out. <laughs>